Who are the meanest, toughest, roughest, baddest, most dangerous boys from Canada? Well, find out next on One Dollar Vinyl. Hello, Kat. Oh, you're not going to say welcome to One Dollar Vinyl or anything? I'm trying to mix it up a bit. Oh. oh I just like, feel no, like we're doing people the same like intro every time. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. make it boring then. Okay, welcome to One Dollar Vinyl, the podcast in which we buy the cheapest secondhand records we can find and give them a fair and honest review. Hello, Kat. Hello, Tess. <laughs> How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. Have you had a good week? Uh, yep, just um, trying not to melt because it's been extremely hot in Sydney. Yeah, way too hot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Me neither. But we've had a good week uh, on the social medias. Yeah. We've had a lot of people um, writing in to tell us their appreciation of One Dollar Vinyl, which Thank is really everyone. nice. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Makes me feel good. In particular, we had Tony drop us a line who um, told us how much of a fan he was of the Renee and Renato episode. Um, he said that his dear old mum, Maria, loved Renee and Renato. Aww. Which is really nice. And I think it actually gives us a good um, insight into Renee and Renato's like active fan base. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they they certainly weren't being played to no one. Yeah. Like there were people who just there enjoyed are it. A yeah. lot of nonnas out there that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that loved Renato in particular, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Um and he actually um drew my attention to a couple more, let's say mismatched oh, yeah? Italian duos. Oh how fun. Um that were big in Italy. So I guess that was a thing. Like, we, we kind of came across <laughs> Renee and Renato and thought it was uh, something unique, maybe. but obviously not. Yeah, maybe it was an established formula already. Yeah. I, I, we don't even really, like, I can't even bring to mind that many singing duos. Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty pretty similar to Renee and Renato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, yeah, he, he brought us um, to the attention of uh, Toto to no oh my god I yes just, i think my, that yeah. is how you say it yeah i assume <laughs> and albano carisi um who he <laughs> that described the most australian way to say it yeah albano, albano carisi, carisi. <laughs> um he tony described them as a um danny devito and arnold schwarzenegger time <laughs> shoot, which immediately piqued my interest so i looked them up on on youtube and they were that it's 100% oh, fantastic. that dynamic. Yeah. And also an uh, Albano, the same same Albano with who, who Romina, is, Romina Power. So Albano is the uh, DeVito, DeVito in the of the duo? Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. And so once again, stunningly beautiful woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, Danny DeVito <laughs> type. <laughs> Why is that the formula? Can you imagine... Like these days, Susan Boyle being paired with just a generic male hottie. Yeah, yeah and generic as right. Like you don't even it doesn't even have to be anyone particularly good. Just yeah, like they don't even have to really great. be able yeah. to sing particularly well. Just yeah. like hold a note and just let Susan's like powerful voice take over. I would love to see that actually. Yeah. That it won't be a fair world until until <laughs> that's, that's what we have. <laughs> So thanks for that, Tony. They they were really fun to watch and we'll pop those up on the show notes for other people to take a look at and we'll put them up on our, our socials or something. So today we've got a fun record um, that we're going to review. Kat, do you want to introduce it? Yeah, this is called Dancing with Danger and it's by the Canadian band Street Heart. It was released in 1983. 1983? Yeah. Where did you get it? 
Um, I got it from just like a record fair in Newtown. Okay. How much? $2. $2. Mm-hmm. That's a good price. Yeah. And how much do you think it's worth? Uh, according to Discogs, the average is around about $5. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You might make a wild profit of $3 if you choose to sell this on. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, I don't think we're like going to make our fortunes doing this project, by the way. <laughs> What? I am out of here. I'm yet to like look something up on on Discogs and be like, what? (laughs) I have stumbled upon this valuable piece of gold. (laughs) Everything's absolutely worthless. (laughs) Zero knowledge. (laughs) We'll stick with it. We might find something. Can we listen to this album online? Yeah, you can find it on Spotify. And potentially other places, but I stopped looking after I found it on Spotify, to be honest. You beauty. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's take a look at the front cover. It's pretty great. Yeah, this is why I picked it up. So we've got, like, this is a painting, right? Yeah. Like a realistic painting. A very, like, photorealistic pop art. I, I wish I could call to mind who it reminds me of, but it's it does remind me of something. Cool. <laughs> Good story, hey? <laughs> um, so we've got like in the centre like a a large gloved hand holding like a right hand mm-hmm. holding a knife. Yeah. Um, and on the knife edge is a small man in a top hat and his top half is like in a tuxedo but then his bottom half is like jeans and cons mm. <laughs> and he's like like – moving he's running along the knife's edge with this look of absolute glee yeah would you say that he's dancing (gasps) i think i would i would say dancing he's dancing on the knife edge on danger on the sharp bit mind you yeah that's right yeah and he's just having an absolute blast doing it he is and um i think he's got a mullet he's got a mustache and i think he's got a mullet yeah and he's winking too oh is he winking i I thought he was just like Smiling uh, so much that his eyes were like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. He's just sort of munging out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the hand, um, and this will become important later, is wearing a leather glove. Yeah, blue leather glove. A blue leather glove. And if we flip the record over, it t- continues onto the back page. And we've got even more danger oh present. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that you can see the knife continuing and there is a yellow leather glove holding a lighter and you know heating up the knife so not only is it a sharp knife that is dancing along but that sharp knife is red hot red hot oh boy it's so dangerous uh-huh. <laughs> this is the most dangerous thing that this i is, can possibly think this of. is the most dangerous thing <laughs> that either a tiny tiny man could do <laughs> get off there little man <laughs> i'm scared for you <laughs> or a normal sized man is running along the knife's edge of a giant's like kitchen paraphernalia. Once we open, um, there's like an insert. It's not a gatefold, but there's an yeah, that's insert right. that has some more imagery. There's a photo of the band of uh-huh. Streetheart. I'm going to be honest, straight off the bat, these guys do not look dangerous. <laughs> no. <laughs> they look, well, one of them looks super glamorous. He has the big head of hair and wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And the other ones, they just kind of look like dorks they kind of just look like guys yeah and they're just sort of mucking around yeah um what roughhousing kind of they've all got their arms around each other and they're kind of laughing and smiling well four of them are (laughs) four out of five are just like having a good time and then and then we got kenny shields who's (laughs) the vocalist who's like 
got his head in his hands in dismay. Uh-huh. Just or like, like, like he's got a migraine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I told you I didn't want to come in, guys. <laughs> not today. Like, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what the story behind this is. He's, I think Kenny's he's not just having, like... Maybe he's like just distressed at all the danger. Oh, maybe that's it. He's like, guys, it's too dangerous. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, I think he's just like, guys, we're a serious band. Stop, yeah. like, gallivanting. Stop, like, fart-arsing around. <laughs> Stop mucking around. Yeah. There's some tension here. Mm. Well, um, let's have a short break. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to listen to this album, Dancing with Danger by Street Heart. Ice cream? I love it. Oh, there's nothing as good as ice cream. That was a commercial from 1983 in Canada from the Dairy Bureau of Canada. What? <laughs> Just promoting ice cream. That is, isn't it the worst dairy in terms of like health? Can you imagine like in the year 2020, a government body putting out an ad to promote ice cream? I truly can't. <laughs> What? It wasn't even a brand? <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's just, just promoting ice cream. Lickable, dippable ice cream. Yeah. So that's what's going on in 1983 no, this in is Canada. all wrong. What is happening in Canada <laughs> that people aren't aware or don't see the appeal of ice cream off their own bat? Yeah. This is The government's nuts. like, guys, we need to move some ice cream units. <laughs> the, the bone density of the Canadian public is way, way down. What is the solution? We need to get some calcium in them. Oh, okay. Uh, how about some milk? Nope, nope. They won't have that. What about cheese? Nope. They don't like cheese. Ice cream? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's just bring their attention to this most delicious snack and dessert. <laughs> so, so from this, like absolute cesspit of bad dangerous country in 1983 in canada this is where we get street heart yeah okay <laughs> i really want some ice cream now. Oh, well you know you can't deny that that was an effective ad it's all i can think about lovable lickable dippable ice cream ice cream I love it. <laughs> oh. All right, we've got to stop talking okay. about ice cream, Kat. Right. Let's talk about street art. Sorry. <laughs> so considering the innocent like nature of that ad, which I think is indicative of the Canadian public, <laughs> you know, through the the dairy comes the bad boys, street art. Yeah. They, they formed in 1977. And like for a period, they were quite prolific um, they released uh, like a solid stream of albums, um, like getting to like one a year for yeah, like I know six, that. six, seven or eight years or something like that. This album, uh, Dancing With Danger, was their final record. Yeah, they broke up shortly after this. The initial, like the founding members, uh, two of them actually left uh, in 1979 to form Loverboy. Yeah. Yeah, which are... Uh, 
famous for their songs, uh, like probably the most famous one is Working for the Weekend. It's a great song. Is it that great a song, Everybody's Working for the Weekend? I feel like there are so many songs out there that are just as good, but someone just decided to play that on the radio and that's why it became... I think it's a good song. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's catchy. It's it's got, you know, it's got a great hook. They also wrote um, Turn Me Loose, Lover Boy, which is also another great song. Yeah. No, I'll die on that hill. Working for the weekend is a good song. All right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, like Lover Boy were a bit more successful. They were. Than than Street Heart. And um, and so, yeah, that was the guitarist Paul Dean and the drummer Matt Frenette. Yeah. Um, And they they went off and the rest of Street Heart stayed and continued to be Yeah. So let me tell you about um, the story that I've created in my mind about (laughs) Loverboy and Streetheart. Okay. (laughs) That they, like, became rivals because the um, Matt Frenette and Paul Dean, like, left. Oh, dang. Like the Jets and the Sharks. uh Uh-huh. Exactly. (laughs) So, like, in my mind, they're having these, um, like, Broadway-style, like, (laughs) dance (laughs) fights. Um, And so, like, Loverboy won a bunch of Juno Awards, which is, like, the... Uh, the Canadian Grammys or the Canadian yeah. um, Arias. Yeah. Street Heart just won one in 1980 and it was for the most promising band, <laughs> which is like... <laughs> That's a really, like, wholesome... It's like sounds like something you would have got in year three yeah, totally. on a certificate. Uh-huh. Most promising student. Yes. <laughs> it's for the, for the student who's, like, certainly not the brightest, yeah, but, yeah. like, gosh, they try their darndest. <laughs> they do try. <laughs> But Street Heart, uh, like, they seemed to be or continue to be, like, quite popular in Canada. Yeah, There's like, an excellent YouTube video that is um, the Canadian, a full, full the, concert of theirs from 1979, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so this is a few years before Dancing with Danger. And it really does show, particularly... Um, Kenny Shields. Kenny Shields' absolute just... I mean, I don't want to say effort because that sounds... (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are the most promising band. (laughs) But, you know, you hear that sort of phrase thrown around about, you know, one of the hardest working men in showbiz. Definitely, like, that's what struck me because he really was just owning the stage. He's working it. Yeah. He's wearing, like, a leotard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, like, he does have charisma. Like, he's he's a good front man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I thought it was quite funny. I scrolled down the YouTube comments for probably too long on that video. <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> so many just, like, old white guys going, those were the good old days. Yeah, that's no- right. None of this political correctness. <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, Kenny Shields passed away uh, in he did not too long ago. He did a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, was it 2017, I think? Yeah, and they were having a few reunion shows before yeah. that. Like they, I think they're still active. They, they have are. different members now. Yeah, yeah, I was checking out their website and they've they've got shows coming up, mm. like in the coming weeks in Canada, all in yeah. Canada. Yeah. But I think you're right about the nostalgia. Like it seems to be one of those bands that they didn't sort of break out too much outside of Canada, mm. but um, it seems to be one of those bands that with – the glow of nostalgia and then also that sense of ownership that mm. the locals have. Like there's plenty of Australian bands that I think we feel exactly the same the way same. about. With this, yeah, like, I agree. Why didn't they get massive all over yeah. the world? You know? yeah. And it turns out maybe they're just, you know, fine, 
perfectly good, uh-huh. but not superstars. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because we sort of grew up with them and, and stuff, then. Yeah, we feel more fondly about yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's let's jump in. So I want to listen to the first song on the record, uh, the titular song. <laughs> is that the right way to use that word? Yeah. It's called Dancing with Danger, which is the name of the album. It's got a great intro. Yeah, I dig it. Like I'm going to say later, like many of these songs already feel familiar. Yeah. Even from the very first listen. Yeah. Um, I agree. They kind of, they have all the ingredients of... Yes. Um, I think probably a lot of stuff from that era. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat uh, formulaic, perhaps. But Keith Shields has got a great voice. Yeah, it's got a lot to it. Like, sometimes I think it's like he's screaming and whispering at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he's, he's got a good scream. Yeah. He um, kind of... um. He reminds me a little bit of Rod Stewart. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I don't mean that as an insult at no, all. No, I, no. I think Rod Stewart's one of rock and roll's most wasted voices. Absolute same quality. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Precisely what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, he's also got a little bit of, like, a Jimmy Barnes scream. Sure. I reckon. Sure. Um, which, and also, like, did you ever listen to Jane's Addiction? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit similar to that as well. Um. But I found out that, speaking of Jimmy Barnes, that the guitar, the, one of the original guitarists, so n- not actually on this album, mm-hmm. uh, worked with Jimmy Barnes in the 90s for a couple of years. Oh, there you go. So he just had a style of singer that he liked to back up, I guess. Did a crossover there. Yeah. This song is kind of hilarious too. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> so I think it's really funny that the, the chorus is, life can be cruel when you're dancing with danger. Don't be too cool because you're dancing with danger. <laughs> like, is it saying that they are like bad boys or is it like a... Um, a cautionary tale. A cautionary tale, yeah. <laughs> well, I was. It, it struck me as like, it's almost like you can imagine it being from um, a very special episode of an 80s cartoon oh, yeah, where they're sort of like warning you not to the street in the wrong part or like yeah, not right. to play with matches or something yeah a little bit heavier than that because there's like um like overtones of like it starts off they're like we're running from the cops man we're doing drugs man we're banging floozies and we know all about these things because we are bad boys yeah they're definitely bad boys uh-huh bad boys from regina canada, canada. <laughs> eating their ice cream <laughs> but yeah like like I said, it's got all the right ingredients. Like the guitar's good. Yeah, it is. Got um, some like solid uh, like riffs. Yeah, yeah. The, is it is the bass player? Is it the bass player who's called Spider? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's fun. It's it like fun. sort of good, big, dumb fun. Mm. Um, like I said, it reminds me of a lot of things, but. Things that are not necessarily like a genre of music that I listen to a lot, but a lot of like 80s glam metal, hair metal, or whatever sure. you want to call it. Mm. Street Heart themselves are not particularly glamorous. No, they're not. <laughs> like they're they're just trying to convey this idea that they are both glamorous and dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the way that they look too, it's funny. Like even in that um, that concert we were talking about before, mm. it's like they're not really committing to the to the rock and roll look. Mm, they like they all look like they've still got day jobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I noticed that Kenny Shields' thing in a few different videos, he's always wearing one leather glove. Oh. Yeah. Which is I did not notice know, that. That's probably like I reckon that's about as outrageous as they get. <laughs> Do you think Kenny is holding the knife? In, well, that's on the what, yeah, color? I reckon that's that's mm. Kenny's hand. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if that precedes um, Mikey Jackson or not. Probably not. No. He's probably copying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy looks dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he was like walking around with all the zombies and stuff. That's so dangerous. <laughs> uh, shall we go to the next yeah, song? Yeah, let's move on. Yep. This is, um, this is probably one of my favourites off the album. This is track number two, Coming True. I like it's it's kind of like anthemic. Yeah, totally. Like it's been written to be sung by a huge crowd in a stadium. Mm. Oh, if only that had ever happened for them. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, in that, did you notice in that video of their concert? Did you see the audience? Uh, not really. So, like, there's you know, most of it's shot on stage with, like we said before, Kenny's. Um, Leaping around, sweating, like really working the stage. Uh-huh. The band are all just doing their darndest. Yeah. And then it, it and they're just like a lot of energy on stage. Uh-huh. And then it cuts back to the audience and they're all sitting at like dinner tables, just kind of oh, listening they- politely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're enjoying themselves, oh but like. But they like, they <laughs> want to be performing to like, uh, like a heaving mosh. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's kind of funny. <laughs> It really just, it all like stitches together the, yeah. the picture that this, is Street This Heart. narrative that we've created. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this song in particular, I think it's it's good, like dumb teenager music. Yeah. Um, you know, if, to be a teenager in Canada in the 80s and you're cruising around in your station, uh, your parents' station wagon. <laughs> yeah, except. Going to go and get some ice cream. <laughs> except I don't think they're singing about ice cream. I think they might be singing about heroin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that is pretty dangerous. Yeah. I didn't read the lyrics. Yeah. So they talk about, um, okay, so some of the, the lyrics are leaving a trail of broken glass. Okay. Too many too soon have crashed and burned. Too little too late a lesson learned. You're going to, if you're going to fly, you'd better have wings. Okay. It could also just be about literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very sort of loose, you know. <laughs> well, I guess so. I'd like to think that none of them have ever done, like... Give, give me those lyrics. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, I'd like on. to think that none of them had done, uh, like, any kind of drug in their life, except no. for alcohol. Oh, they look extremely clean cut. Yeah. And it, especially in their reunion shows, too, uh-huh. they all look just very, like, well-preserved, dignified. Like, they've not lived a rock and roll lifestyle. But again, they want to, like show to the world that they are bad boys. So they're yeah. like, I've heard about this uh, drug. <laughs> yeah. Let's write a song about it, but without knowing anything actually about it. All right, hang on. Here's the, here's the case that I put to you. Okay. They're actually singing about ice cream. Okay. They, they've responded well to the, <laughs> to to the, the Canadian Bureau of Dairy. Um, the, the trail of broken glass is um, like a Sunday dish. 
You okay. know, they're just like eating ice cream, throwing, <laughs> like, like flinging them behind they're them. They're like, give me another. <laughs> another. <laughs> um, leading a life of nowhere fast. Well, you know, you do eat too much ice cream. Yep. You're not going to go anywhere fast. And then you'll get, like, a tummy ache as you're trying to sleep. That's right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you get insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, your, your work's going to be affected. Uh-huh. Um, this is the idea of having fun. That's my idea of having fun. Yeah, okay, that's solid. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see you. You're coming undone. Oh, no. See, that's someone's pants. Oh, okay. I was going to say. The fly is, was... like, working its way down because they've had too many Sundays. That's true. Or it could be, like the end of the sugar high and they've crashed and burned oh, yeah. like from the the rush the That's sugar right. rush tomorrow's not a dirty word you're talking in your sleep again mm-hmm. this is dairy dreams there's just dairy like dreams. Two, they've had ice cream right before bed <laughs> they're all pepped up and they're trying to sleep and it's just you know and they've got the ice cream sweats and um you know crashed and burned a little too late lesson learned we've all had that ice cream regret yeah. look i think this this i've proved it yeah all right. <laughs> case closed <laughs> all right yes you've um you've convinced me yeah yeah so yeah once again fitting into their bad boy image mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah like these songs are you know i don't know they, they're fine they're fine yeah they fine. they're fine and like yeah. i said they sound like a bunch of other stuff they have all the right ingredients they're all very skilled and talented very tight musicians yeah i think yeah yeah um, mm. I'm not sure if it's like got that real no X factor X factor for one. me. Well, shall we listen to just one more song? Okay, what are we going to listen? Um, to? Let's listen to Night Writer. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the <laughs> most bad boy song on the album. <laughs> yeah, not Night Rider. No, not Ghost Writer. No, <laughs> which was <laughs> actually a um uh. A '90s kids TV show. Yeah, yeah, one of yeah. my favorites. Do you know they're re they're rebooting that? No way. Yeah, for real. But it's going to be very different. Apparently, it's not. It's not about. Um, it's actually about literacy. a person. <laughs> it's actually about a person, um, like struggling to write their memoirs, yes. and so they just get a literal ghostwriter. Something like that. Do you remember? So I was reading about this. The ghostwriter, um, would the actual ghost was like the ghost of a slave. Oh, yeah. What? It's pretty ballsy, actually. Yeah. No, Your I do not TV. remember that. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Enough no, about irrelevant 90s kids TV shows. <laughs> Don't you dare Never call enough. <laughs> Don't you dare call Ghost Rider irrelevant. <laughs> Seminal. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, Night Rider. Ice cream. Okay, let's listen to Night Rider. <laughs> we were talking about ice cream. Okay, let's go back to that. <laughs> the moody keyboard mm. intro. find the bass in pretty much all the songs. Yeah. There's some good keys too. Yeah. Like, they can't teach a masterclass on lyric writing, can Uh, they? I know. It's so high school poetry, isn't it? It is. And, like, the kind of high school poetry that I could have written because I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm really no good. Like, everything is way too literal. <laughs> Just pulling out the rhyming dictionary, trying to find anything that rhymes. Absolutely. I mean, like, the cynical side of me wants to say that these guys are very good at just um, 
just doing a basic job to get the basic ingredients of like easy commercial friendly uh-huh. like radio friendly yeah um you know metal yeah but like it's not they're not pushing any boundaries no musically or you know um lyrically socially so- oh yeah. yeah true 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 but this song is this song. again pretty freaking badass yeah because they're talking about graffiti doing graffiti <laughs> writing stuff on the walls uh, walls that you don't own uh-huh um and <laughs> like it's got potentially one of my favorite lines ever to be honest like call it a crime pass some legislation <laughs> have you ever heard the word legislation in a song in a before? metal song <laughs> in any song <laughs> Like, they don't even try to rhyme anything with it. Like, they could have put anything in there. <laughs> I I just, I really... Do you think they sat down and brainstormed before they made this? Like, this is an album about dancing with danger. Mm-hmm. We need the most dangerous things we can think yes. of. What what to you uh-huh. is, like, spells badass and dangerousness. And that's exactly what they've done. So if Graffiti we, makes the list. If we go through each song, uh-huh. there's there's you can pick the theme. Mm. So it's like... You know, the first one which we discussed was like, you know, running from the cops, doing drugs, banging floozies. Yeah. We're bad boys. The bad second boys. one is like, well, I said doing drugs, you said doing I, ice cream. It's definitely about ice okay. cream. Yeah. Bad boys. <laughs> Still bad. Yeah. Um, the next one is like, uh, you're cheating on me, I'm going to cheat on you too. I'm a bad boy. And then the next one is just like, I'm obsessed with girls. <laughs> The next one, I'm pretty, pretty sure, is actually about cocaine. Okay. They talk about doing white lines. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah. that is Well, they are solid Canadian. Intro. They might be going skiing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's definitely what it is. <laughs> Either way, bad boys. Um, the next one is like, oh, my gosh, it's a girl. Uh, the next one is called Too Hot to Stop, and it's just like, I have sex. Yeah. Yeah, bad boys. you do. Um, and the the next one is just like leave me alone <laughs> over and over and one. over again. It's so teenage. It's like slam the bedroom door uh-huh. and fling yourself down in your bed and listen to this song. <laughs> My personal and absolutely incorrect theory is that that song is about lover boy. <laughs> it's like I'm not going to look at your success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't care about my success. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Just leave me alone to eat my ice cream uh-huh. and go skiing. And the only one, in my opinion, that doesn't fit into this um, theory of mine is the very last song, which is just like trying to. It's just like uplifting. I think it's yeah. like life is tough, but you can you can do alright. Oh, actually, let's go out that. on that. Let's listen to that for all a bit. Right. Let's, I've had enough graffiti singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, why don't we? Um, we'll take a short break, and when we get back, we'll have a listen to "Have It Your Way," and and we'll talk about our conclusions of this album. Everybody loves Kraft Dinner Macaroni and Cheese, the only one made with Kraft Cheese. And only Kraft Cheese could make macaroni taste this good with everything. I love, I love, I love, I love my Kraft Dinner with... My God! So that was another commercial from Canada in 1983 for craft dinners. Anyway, so yeah, a bit more context for 1983 Canada for you there, yeah. <laughs> for what it's worth. So let's listen to, uh, as we said before, this is the last track on the album, Have It Your Way, and we'll, and we'll talk about our conclusions. So this did 
strike me as being one of the more interesting songs on the album. Hmm. I don't know if I find it interesting as much as just different, different to the other yeah, songs. For sure, it's different. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's worth saying that um, Street Hearts, like, hits that they are remembered for, um, are like, none of them are on this album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I and I did have a listen to a couple of those hits, mm. and yeah, they just, they are better. They're yeah, better they are. They're definitely a bit better. Yeah, the, um, the critics weren't a huge fan of this record. No, mm. and like we said before, this was their last album before they broke up and yeah. decided to go and do different things. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe not the best um, album to sort of like initiate ourselves into street heart with mm. but that's the one we found yes that's right mm. yeah no one no one's giving up the other ones that are better yeah <laughs> so what do you what do you reckon what's your conclusions well i think that this is a fairly run-of-the-mill 80s rock album it's got like i said before everything is familiar mm. even the first time that i listened to it um it's not great it's certainly not bad yeah, no. I kind of wish it was worse for the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all the lyrics are, like, achingly literal. Yeah. Although, having said that, clearly we have um, different interpretations of many <laughs> songs. So maybe there's a little bit more to it than I thought. That's true. <laughs> um, I reckon that this is the work of a solid band who has, like, a Canadian following that have just maybe gotten a bit tired. Yeah. They've just kind of lost their spark. They just reached their natural end yeah. point with this album, I think. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon, Tess? Yeah, samesies. I reckon mm. they're just fine. Um, it it kind of just made me want to listen to a lot of music of that era that is better. Better versions <laughs> of this. Like yeah. when I went sort of on the lover boy track I was like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and okay. I sort of didn't really want to go back to street heart uh-huh. um I you know I I totally understand why they have a lot of um following and affection yeah. in their home country and yeah. people who grew up with them mm. but um I also understand how they've sort of disappeared into obscurity a little bit yeah. because you know maybe there there just isn't that extra thing mm-hmm Solid, but no X Factor. Yeah. Uninspired. Yeah. So do you do you want it? No. Nah. For your collection? I'm good. Yeah, I don't want it either. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants it, if anyone uh, uh, completely disagrees with us. If you're ready to dance with danger, uh-huh. <laughs> please let, let us, us know. know. I'll send it to you. <laughs> you can, as always, hit us up uh, on our socials, on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can email us at $1vinyl at gmail.com and you can see all our show notes and all the videos that we link to uh, on $1vinyl.com. Yeah. Next week we've got coming up a real treat for you. This is a woman who really knows how to party, uh, Mrs. Mills. Um, I'm very excited for that. And remember the very important lesson from Street Heart, as they always say. Uh, don't be too cool. When you're dancing with danger. <laughs> That's enough of that. Yeah. Bye definitely. bye. Bye. <laughs>
Canadian artists. Oh. Music artists. All right, all right. You can, you all can right. go first. Um, Alanis Morissette. Shania Twain. Brian Adams. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Are they Canadian? I think so. I think so. Um, Avril Lavigne. Ooh. Um, 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 ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I won. <laughs> Why did I challenge something that I know nothing about? <laughs> Because games are fun. Well, because you're dancing with danger, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Living I'm, life on the knife's edge. I'm embodying <laughs> dancing with danger. It's like, you know, not really particularly bad stakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I'm, yeah, I'm not like fighting with danger. I'm just dancing. Yeah, just dancing. Just having a little jig with danger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>